Ah, the sounds of Halloween. The music provided by CG's very own Michael DeMola. I don't know how you could hear that music and not feel slightly creeped out. I know it certainly gave me the heebie-jeebies. And that's what we're going to discuss here on this episode of the CG Business Advisor. All things Halloween. Thank you so much for tuning in and downloading the latest episodes. And if you missed any of our great episodes, be sure to head to cgteam.com. You can check out the podcasts there or just follow the CG Business Advisor wherever you get your podcasts from Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. Joining me to talk about all things Halloween, Daniel Bagjinski, the marketing manager for CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Danielle has more than 15 years experience in marketing, advertising, and public relations. She manages all communications, digital, print marketing, social media, and branding for the firm. And Gina Hippie is a paraprofessional at CG Tax Audit and Advisory's Litigation and Valuations Services Group. She specializes in forensic accounting, cash flow, and lifestyle analysis, asset tracing, and much more. Danielle, Gina, thank you so much for joining me on a fun episode where we're going to talk all things Halloween. Danielle, let's start with you. How about a quick history of the holiday, of Halloween? Sure. So, Scott, to be fair, there are multiple theories out there, but the most common and the one that I like to go with is that Halloween actually began as an ancient Celtic festival to ward off ghosts. And this festival marked the end of summer and the harvest, transitioning into the beginning of cold and winter, which at the time um, was unfortunately often associated with a lot of human death. So the Celts believed that, you know, the night before this sort of transition into this new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. So the ghosts of the deceased returned to our world in our realm. So during this festival, the Celts would build these huge bonfires where costumes that consisted uh, at the time of a lot of animal heads. And they also did some fortune telling because they believed that when the ghosts were present, it actually helped them to predict the future and predict outcomes of the harvest and things like that. So your early American Halloween festivities included, you know, some of these things, sort of the telling of ghost stories, dancing, singing, and the fortune telling. Um, and borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money, a practice that, you know, eventually became what we know now is the trick or treating. So in the late 1800s, you saw a shift from Halloween being more about the witchcraft and ghosts to becoming more about parties and a way for people to get together and have fun with friends and family members. And when did bobbing for apples start? Uh, that's uh, a tradition that I'd like to know the origins of. <laughs> uh, I could be wrong. It might be a European tradition. But don't quote me on that. Uh, <laughs> I, for uh, one, have never bobbed for apples, so I can neither test nor deny. Uh, well, we certainly know that uh, the team at CG works hard, but also has a lot of fun. Uh, Gina, do you recall, uh, you know, how do you guys celebrate in the office if you do anything and any costumes that you can think of that some of your coworkers did? Yeah. So prior COVID, we did celebrate Halloween, which was super fun. Um, Danielle and I were actually the twins from The Shining. And <laughs> that year, um, we actually won best costume. So we can pat ourselves on the back for that. Um, I've also um, dressed up as Donatello from Ninja Turtles. 
And I also um, won that prior year for best costume. And then we had associates that were like minions, rock stars, cowboys, unicorns. Um, and what happens is in the office, we would take photos, we would send them around, and that's where the photo contest would come in. And then the winners received gift cards, which was really nice. That's so fun. And it's a great way for an office, obviously, to, uh, you know, um, build the camaraderie with your employees and whatnot. And Danielle, obviously, with COVID, there's a lot of companies and a lot of employers are doing remote work or some sort of hybrid in office and remote work. So how can companies keep their employees engaged by doing activities like this and celebrating holidays like Halloween? That's a great question, Scott. So I think, you know, the easiest way for either businesses, friends, or family is you can do a virtual Halloween party on, you know, Zoom, Skype, WebEx, whatever your video conferencing system of choice, dress up for businesses. I think you can even use the polls feature to incorporate a virtual Halloween costume contest that way. There are also a lot of online resources, interestingly enough. So a couple that I have found in looking for interesting ways to celebrate Halloween virtually is an international monster hunt where attendees use polls to find different monsters from around the world. So, you know, your Loch Ness monster, etc. You can also do sort of a virtual trick or treat. So you can use your email or any kind of instant messenger feature and incorporate some, you know, Halloween theme riddles. You could use some of the history I just gave you. Uh, for your team members to answer. And if they get it right, you can give them a gift card or you know some other digital item. This is very cool. There are virtual haunted house tours. And one I think you know is the Paris Catacombs, um, the Winchester House, Island of the Dolls, the creepiest places that you can think of. They offer these virtual tours, so you know your group can get on a, a Zoom or a Skype or whatever together and take a virtual tour of these haunted places. And Scott, Gina, if you're really brave, there is also <laughs> digital fortune telling. I am not going to do that. Um, because I just like, I don't need to know the future. I am fine. But if you want to participate or Mm -hmm. offer some digital fortune telling, um, you can go online and there's uh, like free tarot card readings and things like that. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Those, those freak me out a little bit. Mm, Uh, Me too. Me too. Let's talk candy. Uh, Gina, what's the top treats on Halloween? I know there's always polls every single year about the top Halloween candy. That is a great question. And I think the top poll for me would be Reese's peanut butter cups. Um, I do enjoy a Milky Way and a Hershey milk chocolate bar, but I'm going to go with Reese's peanut butter cups. Who doesn't? I feel like peanut butter cups (laughs) win every single year when it comes to those uh, online polls about the top Halloween candy. Uh, For sure. It's it's definitely my favorite as well. Uh, What about Halloween movies, Danielle? There's always new ones coming out every year. Oh, I love this topic. So, you know, there are, there's so many, right? So for me, for all time, until the end, my favorite Halloween movie will always be Hocus Pocus. And I know, right? There are some listeners that agree with me on that. Now, you know, if you kind of like the traditional Halloween movies, you got your Rocky Horror Picture Show, Exorcist, The Shining, from whence Gina and I took some inspiration Mm -hmm. for our Halloween costumes. Of course, you have your Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, um, some of the more modern movies, you can go with the Addams Family, Scream. And if you know, I think, you know, if you want some kid friendly too, there's a really cute um, Scooby-Doo Halloween special. 
and, um, you know, things like that. But I mean, listen, I feel like hocus pocus always tops the list. And I don't know why it'll always top my list. Uh, it gets popular. It gets more and more popular every single year uh, with the, with the new does. generation. I was. I always I know. Thought, I, I love I, to see it. I always wondered if they were to ever do like a reboot of it and make a new one, but I don't think they have to because the old one just everyone just keeps watching the the original. I know. I know. Well, listen. If they do a reboot, I know Gina and I are here for it. So, oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, Gina, I know there's always activities in towns. You know, obviously in Manhattan, they you know had the big Halloween parade. But at the Jersey Shore, is there any uh, Halloween events every year? Yeah, there actually is. So, um, Tom's River has a parade that began in 1937, which is now known to be the world's second largest, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, which is nice. Um, so people just basically come all over from the Jersey shore and from afar and watch the floats, the marching band, see all the costumes and enjoy, um, all the festivities. And they're actually holding it this year on, um, Saturday, October 30th. Wow. Second largest, uh, Halloween parade or just overall parade overall. Wow. That's crazy. Um, okay. So let's, uh, we, we talk a lot about Halloween. It's, it's fun. Um, I love it. Uh, I used to dress up and go to, you know, some of the, uh, the, the, the bars and, and enter in some contests and then eventually just stopped caring about costumes and just grabbed whatever was in my closet. But, uh, why don't you guys <laughs> tell me your favorite all time Halloween costumes, uh, Daniel, let's start with you and then we'll go to Gina. Oh boy. My favorite all time. Okay. So Gina mentioned before, this is going to top my list. When we were the twins from the shining, some of our coworkers might disagree, but Gina, I dare say we won Halloween that year. I mean, that was a really, really good costume. Um, but some other, we, we put a lot of work in it too. Like a lot of preparation went into that. Um, but I was also, I remember one year when I was younger, I was Elvira. Do you guys remember Elvira? Yeah, of course. Mistress of the dark, I think. Um, I was Elvira. And then uh, one year for, for work, um, I was a unicorn, which is really fun. I've been a referee, you know, but th- those are kind of the highlights. How about you, Gina? I don't know that I can say I actually have a favorite. I enjoy scary costumes that have special effects done to them because I feel like a lot of work and thought goes into that process to be that character and then I liked like you know the little traditional ones like my son was baby Yoda um, <laughs> and you know he's gonna be a dinosaur I like all those little cute ones and then like funny ones I mean like the couples ones like s'mores or ketchup and mustard um I don't know I don't have a favorite I like them all <laughs> I, I always like you know um pop culture references are, are great for me but I I like when people you go throwback so, yes, you can dress up as something from, you know, a popular TV show. And now, obviously, with streaming and there's going to be a million costumes that you could choose from, from I bet just the squid game look is going to be a popular look mm-hmm. this year. Um, there's definitely going to be, you know, things like that with some of these shows. But I like costumes that you know maybe take something from a show but like an old show like go back a ways you know do something that's from you know uh the 70s or the 80s that you know you kind of people have to think about to understand the reference but when people do know the reference that's when it's great right so good it's very creative Yes. Or if you dress up pets too I always love to see the animals dressed up <laughs> I think that's that takes the cake 
pets and babies, the ones that can't, uh, yeah. that, that can't say no. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, having a fun little episode as we uh, talk about Halloween. Um, and, uh, you know, are you guys doing anything in the office this year? Are you guys going to do a hybrid thing uh, because of, you know, people being in and out of the office? We probably will. Um, I think we're probably going to do a virtual Halloween costume contest and do a Zoom and kind of get together so everybody can see each other. Because when we were in the office, I mean, we love dressing up. We used to get a really good turnout with costumes. And, you know, I think it, it'll be fun for all of us to kind of celebrate again, even if it's virtually. Uh, so much fun. Danielle, Gina, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I absolutely just love Halloween. Thanks so much for Danielle and Gina for sharing some insights. And let's once again give you the creepy sounds of the Halloween theme music brought to you by CG's very own Michael Damola. A reminder, subscribe, rate, and review the CG Business Advisor wherever you get your podcasts from. We have some great episodes coming up for you. You don't want to miss them. Have a happy, healthy, and a safe Halloween, everyone, from all of us here at the CG Business Advisor. <laughs>